Hi, and welcome to ATX People. ATX, in case you're wondering, stands for Austin, Texas, but ATX is a lot cooler. Austin is, as some of you may know, a weird, eclectic, groovy place full of people who were either born here, visiting here, or moved here, and they're doing Austin things like going to music festivals or eating at Austin places like old barbecue anywhere. I was born here, grew up in somewhere else, Texas, and I came back for college in 1984, and I've been having random conversations ever since. My family would probably tell you that this podcast is just an excuse for me to talk to people that I run across randomly, which I do all the time. And be honest, it is. I think you're going to enjoy meeting Sarah. Sarah is pretty cool, and she is native Austinite. Let's get to know her. All right, we are currently recording. And so this is my very first podcast. I'd like to start by asking you your name. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. And do I have your permission to use you on my podcast? Sure. Okay. So tell me how you got to Austin. Born and raised in Austin. Born? I am an Austinite, original. Do you know I was born in Austin? Really? Yeah. 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 I was born in Austin, but I was raised in Northeast Texas, so. Ah, uh, see, uh-huh. I was raised here east side of austin when it was the east side oh when it was the east side old side east side yeah so what was the best place to eat in old east side austin my opinion joe's bakery joe's bakery is awesome unless you grew up in the neighborhood joe's bakery is one of those places you find because somebody else has been there and tells you about it so i'll tell you about it it's located on 7th street east of i-35 and they serve breakfast all day long and it is just a warm wonderful place that is like our go-to. It's still there, Sunday. isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Um, bakery was amazing. People there were amazing. You walked in and you felt like family. Do you and still then, go? I haven't been in a while because I know the East Side has changed so much. Um, a lot of the history is gone, you know, and it's sad to see that because growing up in Austin, growing up on the East Side, you had so many people that were a tight-knit community, yeah. people that were looking after each other. And it's not like that anymore. I mean, whether it's the east side, south side of Austin, I grew up there. Um, same thing, you know, just so many what things is, are changing. What is east side, south side? So you you're talking about like Riverside? The, you're talking about the sides of Austin. Everything's divided by 35. I-35 is a major north and south interstate that runs all the way from Laredo, Texas to Duluth, Minnesota. I kid you not. Remember, if anyone ever tells you, hey, let's take I-35 when you're in Austin, don't. Austin is a beautiful place, but man, the traffic is horrible on I-35. If I sound a little bitter, it's because I am. You know, you have the east side, north side, west side. And like again, I grew up on the east and south side. Okay, and so you're talking about, when you say south side, you mean south of the river? South Austin, yeah. Okay. The river is the Colorado, which we named Ladybird Lake, and it's a river-like reservoir built in the 1960s. Now it's a really great place to see people rowing or running around on a paddleboard. Um, and it's changed. It's just people yeah. aren't the tight-knit community that we used to be. There's been so much like purchasing and development, and it's not the same community. Correct. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a little sad to see, but you know, I guess like everything else, Austin changes, and yeah, you know, good part about it, I guess you can say, is you do have people, you know, coming in. 
we're still recording. It just <laughs> like the screen went black, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if it's still recording because yeah. this is my first time to use this app. But you can see the little lights yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. So, do you still have family in the east side? Um, yeah. Okay. Our family is basically still here. Um, you know, I've talked to my children about it when we, you know, when they were growing up, told them things that we used to do and places we used to go. Yeah. You know, even them. My oldest is twenty six, but. Even them seeing Austin change so much, you know. They can tell. They can tell. So they're, twenty. I'm sorry, 26 and... 26, 24, and 23 as of yesterday. Those last two are a little close together. Yes. Yeah, what were you thinking? Um, uh, more kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you had your first one, then there's Gap, then you have your second one, and then, like, how many months between the second and third one? Mmm... You see, Josh is 24, 23. One was born in April and the other was born in September. Okay, so more than a year. Yeah, a little more than a year. A little, more a little than over a year. than a year. But you always wanted to have three or? Yes. Why? I, I always wanted two boys and a girl. I don't know why growing up that's what I said I was going to have. And luckily I was blessed with my two boys and a girl. There you and go. So I stopped after my daughter and, you know, growing up as a young mother. I was 18 when I had my first one. Oh my God. And so growing up with them 18. was amazing. I mean, we have such a close connection. Right. You know, and. Because you were still growing up when you were correct. raising them. I mean, I graduated school early, started working. And all of a sudden, you know, I had this dream of going to the military yeah. and found out two days before my 18th birthday I was pregnant. That'll change things. Yeah, it, it did a lot, but. I'm blessed. I mean, yeah. My kids are awesome, well-mannered, you know. Did you do the military? No. You never did. What would you, like, would, were you thinking Army or? You I just... was thinking Marines. You know, to me, Marines were like the bass. They were, you know, they're front and foremost. You know, I just, I just had this vision of Marines being in the front line, going to protect everybody. Do you have family that was in the Marines or in the I military? I have a brother-in-law that was in Marines. Okay, but that but like growing up as a kid, when did the military thing where you were like you were like ten and like I want to be a Marine or? I think it's always been. An, I mean, I've always been fascinated with Marines. Yeah. You know, just I've always been fascinated with military. You know, once I started learning more about the different branches, Marines were the ones that. I always think it's interesting where uh, people people tend to like get passionate about something when they're young. And something we see, a movie, a person we meet, a parent, or like a book we read, and suddenly it's like, that's the thing we want to do. You don't know where that came from. No, You're just like, I it was just it, always there. I think it became more when my brother-in-law joined. Yeah, okay. And, you know, started telling me more about it. I think that's when I became more of, this is what I want to do. So but, then you, you know, took a right turn, and yeah, you got to be super mom instead. I had to be super mom instead. Yeah. But again, you know, I, I love my kids. I now have five grandkids that I get to see them raise. So Five grandkids? Five grandkids. Do they all come over at once? No. <laughs> no. We're not doing that. We're not doing, we're not doing that. I mean, I've had them all together, you know, and it's, it's amazing because I get to see my kids be parents now. You know, I get to see my grandkids go, Do know who I am. Yeah. Do you see their, do you see your parenting in your kids' parenting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Like, I mean, I grew up a strict mother. Oh. But at the same time, I kind of let my kids know, you know, hey, you know, it's okay for us to be friends, but remember, first and foremost, I am your mother. 
Um, my kids have always been, I taught them, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Me too. You know, respect your elders. Don't ever disrespect your elders. And they're the same way with their kids. You nice know? to see, I isn't it? I see that, you know, they're teaching them the manners. Um, you know, being strict with the kids, but at the same time, knowing and showing that they love their kids, you know, kind of the same way I did with them. And it's amazing to see that transformation. It's got to be really gratifying. I have one kid that does not have any kids at all and says he does not want kids. <laughs> after babysitting his niece and nephew. <laughs> um, yeah, but how old? Kids are, they're Irish twins. They're three days apart. I had to look this one up, and I think it is worth sharing what I found. The term Irish twins refers to one mother having two children who were born 12 months or less apart. It originated in the 1800s, a way to poke fun at Irish Catholic immigrant families who didn't have access to birth control. And for the record, Sarah has no idea the origins of this term. Uh, one was born They're what? Irish twins. So one was born on March 30th, and the other was born three days before her first year birthday. So oh. March 27th. So not the same year, but the same birthday. Not the no. same. Well, before a complete year. Yeah. Okay. So my granddaughter's two and my grandson's one, but their birthdays are three days apart. That's really close so together. He would have been born on her birthday. They would have been exactly one year apart. Wow. That actually would have been kind of fun. Like, yeah. I mean, it's fun now because... I didn't know it was called Irish Twins. Yeah, they're called Irish Twins. I don't know why. Thank you very much. Thank I you. love getting to know you and learn about your family. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. I appreciate you being willing to be my very first podcast person. Yeah, no problem.